boom welcome to grown up business friends how's it going uh thanks for joining one more time this is episode 204 good morning this is the morning of my birthday i'm recording this the morning of my birthday uh because i'm a grown man and there's nothing else going on <laughs> i will say if you're watching on video my hair looks not bad it's uh I got it cut when we uh, when the pandemic turned green in Pennsylvania for four days, and I went and got my hair cut, and uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get worse and worse. But that's fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, so I feel like I have a good haircut day. But no, uh, I just want to say uh, thanks for watching. If you're watching, you can watch on Patreon.com/slash Aaron Kleiber. And all, honestly, all you have to do to, to watch the podcasts. Uh, I hope to uh, offer something to you. It's only th three bucks or, or more a month. That's it. That's all. I just want to let you know that because uh, some people are watching and I appreciate you so much. Everyone supporting Patreon. I got cards coming out this week to say thanks, uh, to say hi. Uh, but if you join Patreon, you get things from me. We, I send stuff uh, from my family. You got a friend in Pennsylvania. That's the shirt I'm wearing. But you can only see that if you're on video uh, watching. Uh, but no, uh, I send stuff every month. You get beats from Kid Mental if you want to listen to beats while you work out. Or uh, actually, you can hit up Kid Mental about uh, a theme song for your podcast or your show or just a theme song as a gift. He does like gift theme songs like for like, I want a song for my my lover. That's what he does, too. Um, but uh, that's on patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. You can find Kid Mental also who does all the beats and uh, music. He'll do a theme song for you. You can find him also through there, patreon.com slash Kid Mental. Um, but thanks, everybody, on Patreon. I appreciate you guys. Um, speaking of Kid Mental, I, I'm always giving shout-outs. This is the part where I have to give the shout-outs. Uh, GrownDadShirts.com, if you want to check out one of our shirts, like the uh, like the Woo Baby shirt. Children roll everything around me, cream. Um, we got uh, a couple dad shirts. Uh Go check those out, GrownDadShirts.com. Help uh, Kid Mental help me create those, and they are printed by Ink Division, Ink-Division.com. So if you go, if you go to GrownDadShirts.com, you can you can get shirts through there, and you can use a coupon code GDB15 to save 15% off. And uh, if you're uh, an entertainer, podcaster, comedian, musician, uh, Ink Division, who does my uh, Grown Dad shirts. They're offering 50% off your first bulk order. So if you want to order like 50 shirts, they're going to give you 50% off. That's pretty dope. So just hit up ink-division.com and uh, tell them Aaron sent you and they'll try to hook you up. It's pretty dope. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite companies to work with. They ship nationwide. They service nationwide. Um, I also want to give a shout out uh, once again um, to thehivedistro.com. I, I, can't, I can't say enough. Um, I found... You know, a way to get my favorite uh, CBD ointments, Elixicure, uh, through thehivedistro.com. I partnered with them, and uh, it turns out they have lots more stuff. Uh, they have bath bombs, they have coffee beans, and they're all hemp-infused. It's the non-psychoactive, not THC. Um, they're uh, hemp-infused, CBD-infused. Uh, so Elixicure has the roll-on and the cream pump that I love. They also, like I said, bath bombs. They have coffee. Uh, they have. They also start in a line of CBD tinctures. And they also have a hemp-infused man butter. The man butter is an organic body deodorant uh, by Dry Men Products. And I, I, I've been using it. I've been using it for two weeks. And it's, dude, I don't, I smell not bad, actually. I smell pretty tasty. 
I'm just saying it smells good. Uh, I feel like a like a young, gorgeous surfer using my organic body deodorant out of the little tin. It's cool. Whatever. Makes me feel good. Uh, but hey, go check out thehivedistro.com and you can save money off uh, there as well with the coupon code GROWN, G-R-O-W-N. You save 20% off, I believe. Yeah, you save 20% off with coupon code GROWN. I had to check. I was like, I don't even know. Did I write it down? Who knows? Um, and GrownDadShirts.com, GDB15. You can save money on that. Um, you guys, uh, this episode is fun. It's just me catching up with my buddy Johnny Beaner, comedian. Uh, he was one of the last. He was the last comedian on the David Letterman show as a guest, which is pretty rad. Um, he's tours all over the country. He has a dry bar comedy special. Um, truly one of the, the best dudes I know. Just just a good guy, good family dad, and uh, always looking forward to uh, talking to him. And always excited when he's doing cool stuff. He's one of those comics that I root for. So. Uh, we're just catching up and you can listen to a past episode we did. I don't even remember. I should have looked it up before I did the intro. Uh, we did a past episode on the grown dad business podcast. I mean, if you search Johnny Beaner, uh, in uh, grown dad business or iTunes, you'll find them. Uh, and we literally talk in his apartment. He moved there, uh, like a month before moved his two children, two infant children to Los Angeles with his wife. It was amazing. Uh, so that was an interesting story. And we did that in LA. But uh, we talk more about that. And uh, we just talk about being dads home with the pandemic and what we're doing uh, as comedy. Just like the last couple of episodes, um, go check out uh, the last episode with uh, Colin and John Chamberlain, uh, two Pittsburgh guys. Colin Chamberlain is an opening comic that's open for me so much. I, he came up with me just uh, doing comedy. And now he's a full-fledged uh, grown man comic. Uh, moved to New York, and his dad started as a comic and kind of a media personality uh, in Pittsburgh. So go, I, I talked to those guys last week. And then uh, Rob Ward is one of the past episodes, comedian from Cleveland, father, uh, really cool uh, talking to him. And then, of course, episode 200 and 201, the two parts of Bob Saget. If you haven't seen that or uh, watched that, you can listen to that anywhere you find podcasts. You know that. Uh, I'm just reminding you if you're jumping on this one. Uh, but you guys, enjoy my uh, conversation with my friend, Johnny Beaner. Be kind, be funny. We're doing it. I like this. Going dad business with Aaron Cliver. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants. That is hilarious. Just your mouth do. Rate and review this podcast while my daddy will go into a deep depression. <laughs> Yay! Boom, Johnny Beaner. Johnny Beaner and his magical hair. Yeah, look at you sparkling. I know my daughter sprinkled uh, fairy dust all over my head. You got you just got it down now where you have your backgrounds and you're doing Zoom shows, huh? Yeah. Like this is your correspondence background. Yeah, this is my business. See, there's. <laughs> Wait, how did you do that? <laughs> Magic. It's from my hair. Is that a sheet? It's green, um, green screen sheet. That's great. This is, I'm just going with the standard movie poster background. I know that's, that's nice. Did I show you mine last time we were there? I got the Dumb and Dumber, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Spider-Man, 
Dark Knight Superman Vacation posters up. You which 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 uh wait which which wait which Spider Man? The part one of Tobey Maguire. Okay, okay, Sam Raimi. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was exciting then when Sam Raimi was going to do Spider Man. You're th- you th- you think I remember thinking. Because I'm, you know, I like comic books and I like, you know, movies. And Sam Raimi, you know, you're like, wait, the Evil Dead dude is gonna make Spider Man? Because yeah. if that you remember the trailer, the original trailer no, before 9/11, no, the trailer was like a scene of like bad guys rob a bank and they're in a helicopter. They get caught in a web between the twin between towers. Between the twin towers. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god. Pretty sweet. Yeah, the poster that I have is the band one. That it's like his head peeking around the corner, and you could see the twin towers and the reflection in his eyes. They had to scrap it and do one. That's right. Yeah, they had to scrap it and then honor. Yeah. The two. Never Whatever. forget. Never forget. Dude, I uh, I was trying to remember what episode you did with me uh, when I when I I think I when I came to L.A. I think it was like the day I got there, and I came I came or the day I was leaving. And uh, I came and interviewed you when you literally, you just moved in. Like you still had stuff in boxes. Oh yeah. I don't know if that doesn't really say much since we've lived here a year and we still have stuff in boxes in our living room. <laughs> I, my basement is full of boxes. Yeah. I, uh, cause I've always fascinated that you were one of my few friends, you know, that we're, we're like, you know, our comedian group of friends that are all trying to run together in this marathon, you know? Yeah. Uh, one of my friends that uh, just moved their kids to Los Angeles and you can go back and listen. People can go back and listen to that episode if you want to. I don't know. We were different people then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was probably one. So naive. Yeah. Probably 100 episodes ago. I, I want, I want to ask you about that first. Cause I really, I, I really just do this to have in-depth com- phone call conversations that I could s- put on social media. That's basically it. Yeah. That's basically this whole podcast. What dude, what? So, what made you move back? You moved you moved from LA to Milwaukee, right? Uh to Madison. I'm in Madison. Oh, Madison. I keep yeah. saying Milwaukee. You were wait. We were in Milwaukee. That's we right. moved to LA and then we decided to move back to Wisconsin, but right. we didn't want to move back to Milwaukee, so we moved to Madison. It's more it's more our Madison's more mind and like-minded people. Sure. No, that's 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 one of my favorite places to go. It's one of the most beautiful places. It's awesome. Uh, that city, I love, it, and, I love it here. And and of course, our favorite club there is kind of a neat thing. It's one of the rare places where you walk out of a comedy club and like look at the Capitol building. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's pretty rad. Other than that, I mean, there I can't think of anywhere else that it's 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 like you're on Politics Row, State Street. You're on yeah. State Street. Baby. You're you're on it. Yeah. Um, no, that's dope, man. I, that whole, like that, you know, that like stresses me out. Like it, what even think, even thinking about moving my kids, like I could move them to Erie, Pennsylvania. And that would be, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how, wait, how old were your kids when you moved to LA? Uh, my daughter was two and my son was almost one. That's right. That's right. He had straight up babies, dude. Yeah, we celebrated his first birthday right when we got there, because his birthday is July twenty seventh, and uh, and we moved there like Fourth of July of twenty fifteen. 
that's right because i think yeah that's right i think i saw you like you like two months a month later yeah that's crazy dude i mean looking back i think that's crazy i would never do that and i did you know and we did it but I mean, it was mostly it was mostly my wife pushing for it because we'd always talked about right. moving to L.A. or New York. We didn't do it when we got married. We didn't do it when we first had Edie, and so and then and then and then I got on TV and Aaron and we were just like, all right, if we don't move before they start school, it's right. never going to happen. So we did. That is uh, what's what is that like? Just moving your kids and you're just. I, because I know, like, as many times I've been to L.A., it's like you get off when you're not from there. When you when you're not from there and you do comedy, mm-hmm. when you when you get off the plane in L.A. or New York, you know, you're there to do comedy like it's exciting, you know? Yeah. I So when I when I get there by myself, I'm like, OK, here we are. You know, like you're like, I can't imagine rolling up in a U-Haul with my kids. Oh, be like, man. all right. Daddy's got to go wait in line to sign up for an open mic. I know know. it almost seems eerie. It sounds irresponsible thinking about it now, but we did. We, we, you know what? We didn't even have a place lined up. We moved, we drove out. We had a, you know, our minivan and then our U-Haul. Right. And that's all we had with us is like one of those little rental wagon behind. And we, do you know, Lawrence Thomas comic from Kentucky lives in, he's in LA for ages. So we pull up and we just lived in his, he had an extra bedroom and a little nook. We put the kids in this little library nook. I mean, he has a two bedroom apartment. So we just crashed with him for two months while we looked for apartments. Wait, you crashed with a comic (laughs) in his two bedroom apartment with your two children under two and my wife yes two kids on yep okay first of all i would love to give uh this man a grown dad business award that (laughs) he's the greatest he's the greatest dude i i'm speechless that is one of the most selfless things i've ever heard someone do yeah no you know what though great dude dude that's a testament to you you're a good dude so you know yeah, but that, yeah, but he's that's I mean, if we, see, and I knew him like we worked together doing some runs in the south and uh, like ages ago. And then we would do that Comedy Zone Bahamas run where you're it's just you and the other comic for two weeks straight. So we did that, I think, three times. So we really we, I mean, we really knew each other. We talked. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. It. And so I was like and he offered and I was like, uh, OK, <laughs> that's you're I'm like, coming. yeah, I. Yeah, that's amazing. I have some friends now that are moving. They're they're moving to LA and New York now during the pandemic because it's like it's easier. Like um, my one friend that moved to LA, she's like, nobody's looking for apartments. All the everyone like all the real realtors are excited to work. So like you know they're all looking hard. Like literally, she's like, I'm getting five apartments an hour from this person. Like. When, when she first moved there and then, you know, and sh- they can just drive around and go places and look around and nobody's out. Yeah. No traffic. I was like, huh? I was like, that's kind of, yeah. She's like, it's like LA is like normal. Like nobody's out. It's weird. So that was kind of interesting. And my, my yeah. friend moving to New York said the same thing. It's kind of chill. There's not much going on. 
Except but, for a worldwide pandemic. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's uh yeah. it's, happy to happy to be not in a, a big state now. Oh my god, with me we because we moved back in July and we're just like, oh my gosh, we I don't know how we would do it if we were still there. Yeah, you've been you've been in Madison for almost a year then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. We're like, I know, man. I mean, it was we were in a we were in a two bedroom with three kids now in a two bedroom apartment. Our rent was more than our mortgages here, and we just yeah. keep thinking, "Holy cow, we got out just at the perfect time." Yeah. Oh, anytime you mention kids and math and bills, it like it stresses me out hard. Yeah. Because uh, we we went from a three bedroom ranch with two kids, and when when we had our third, we were like, "Oh, we gotta." We got to get a bigger house. <laughs> so, dude, and that's, dude, moving to L.A., and I know at nauseum I've probably talked about this because uh, it's such a parenting topic for me yeah. of, of, like, that big decision of maybe moving to L.A. Yeah. And it just, like, it just thinking about it and just always thinking about you, I'm just like, man, that was, no, thank you. Thank you we didn't do it. Like, I think, well, don't you, don't you feel like it's becoming less and less necessary as – we move forward in time. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I, uh, I still say though, I, you know, I still think there are things without getting like, you know, boring business, you know, I still think there are things that, uh, you know, can't happen. Right. If you're not there, that just aren't happening. You know, it's, it's hard to get representation. It's hard to, you know, for acting too. It's like, you know, people, people want to, they want to audition you 20 times a week, yeah. you know? Yeah. They don't want me to Skype once a week, you know, right. it's, so yeah, that stuff's hard, you know, um, it's hard to like, you know, I still try to get acting things and trying to Skype in places is pulling teeth. They have, they're just like, ah, they're not here. Yeah. They must, they must not be talented. Like that's really, you know, yeah. um, and that's hard too. Like if you've ever delved into that and like, like, you know, in local acting, you know, like filmmaking or whatever, auditioning for things. Like you, you could have a nice resume and you go to an audition and they're like, ah, but they're from here. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't they be yeah. coming out of like another city? Like they, you know, so yeah. that there's just that, but you're right, man. I mean, I'm literally my whole entire career for the last couple months has been live streaming, talking to my friends. Yeah. Like, like I'm kind of depressed that I'm, I've come to a point where it's just me running my mouth is now all I do. See, but it's nice. Like I see, I'm so lazy that like, this is great. I love, this is perfect for me because I don't have to leave. I'm doing all these like zoom shows and corporate yeah. stuff. I just go downstairs, tell my kids to shut up and don't open the door. And I do these shows. It's, it's so like when I was in Milwaukee and I would do these like audition and stuff, there's a couple agencies. And so I would go to auditions and then, and they have an office in Chicago and they'd be like, oh, right. they're auditioning, you know, for the Chicago fire department show or whatever that show is. Right. CBS. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to drive to Chicago. I don't want to drive. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to. Um, I have done that quite a few times where, you know, I'm in Pittsburgh. So they're like, oh, like Cleveland or Philly. They got, they want to see you there. I was like, I look at it again. I'm like, I'm not going to get this. <laughs> Yeah, like I've been auditioning locally, and I'm like, what, one in twenty that I book it, and I'm gonna, you want me to spend my entire day? Yeah, no. Like I, I, I hate it. Like every time I would get an audition when I was living in LA, because I would, I did a lot of commercial auditioning. 
<laughs> like that's like your job is just auditioning, but you don't get paid. Yeah. I, I, every time I'd get an email, it's like, oh, you have one. And I'd be like, oh, great. I'm going to have a stomach ache, be stressed until yeah. the stupid thing's over. And it's the worst when you have kids. You got a crying baby. I probably told you Dude. on the podcast, I had a casting director come out and say, who is the parent Dude. of the kid? You got to get him out. You, you told that story on the last podcast. It was literally like, like the month you got there. Yeah. It was, it was like, your, nightmare. wasn't it like your second audition ever? And you took yeah. your kids with you? you? I mean, I had to take them. I had to take them to all the auditions. I don't even, I, that's making me like, I need to pause the show and go get a drink like that. <laughs> That see, I'm I get that I get the crazy anxiety when my kids um like if I if I okay um taking my kids to a gig like my family, you know, yeah. stresses me out because it's not the same timeline as my timeline when I'm alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like I there's been times where I've taken the kids, you know, we'll go to the Virginia Beach funny bone. You know, of course we're gonna take the kids to Virginia Beach in July. Right. You know. It's one of those things where it takes so long to get there because we have to stop every 45 minutes. And it's literally me pushing my kids into the condo and like running and changing and running on stage. That's the stuff where I'm just like, it stresses me out so bad. And so you don't, you don't, you can't focus on like, you don't think about your act or getting ready until it's too late. You're like, nothing. oh, I finally am away from the kids. Oh shit, I go on stage in nine minutes. Cause you don't, cause you know, you don't, you, you know, you don't want to get on stage and hit play. Right. Like you want, you're like, I want to enjoy this. Now yeah. I got to go out there and just do my job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Totally. I, that stuff stresses me out, man. I, when, when the kids mess with our schedule, it makes me crazy. So having to go to an audition, forget it, forget you have to be a good actor. That's what it is. Yeah. And I'm not, I also, I'm, I'm, I'm super lazy now. I don't, uh, like we're um, we're able to do do things you know like this and stuff, but you 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 doing Zoom shows like people I see some comics like hustling and doing show. I'm like, dude, I don't, do I really want to like you know do twenty minutes for yeah. thirteen dollars? I don't <laughs> to nobody. Exactly. Why am I? I don't need to do this to myself. Unemployment's coming next week. I'll be okay. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. Um, it's I'm just, just scared a, that when we do go back to live that I'm going to be like, oh, wait, how do I do this again? Like, I, I just don't want to be left behind and be like, oh, dude, like, I just I, um, do it to knock the dust off. I did. You know what? I will say a couple things. One, because you, you have a podcast. What's your podcast now? The Cavalry. The Cavalry. That's right. It's uh, new. It's new. We've done 12 episodes. No, that's Nine, it. Nine just came out. We got two in the can. That's what you need. That's yeah. it. Go check out the cavalry. Uh, but you know what? That I will say doing this and like doing my Friday night happy hour show, dude, just bullshitting has been like keeping me sharp a little bit. Yeah. Cause like we're all goofing off talking, but just just talking. Like, you know, like um, what is it? Like Stephen King says, like, write one thousand words a day. Me hosting my sh my streaming shows and my podcast has been my 10,000 words a day. Oh yeah, totally. Like I'm not we're not writing novels, but you got to keep sharpening your sword, something. You know? Yeah, you I mean? got to keep your brain stimulated and on on edge. I I didn't think of it like that for a while cuz I've been doing it for months, but now I'm like, oh yeah, like I really do see the advantage of a lot of comics that are still doing like podcasting or something streaming. 
Yeah. They're still, they're still like uh, working. They, they yeah. feel like they're still, you know what I mean? And it's like, you can see which one of our friends are like, where did they go? Oh boy. Like I hope <laughs> not the ones that quit. <laughs> I yeah, know. We're forced out. Yeah. Oh, it's God. crazy, dude. What, what, what can you think of a worse profession to have during a pandemic than like i keep telling people and not not to be serious not to be on the serious side but then uh, then again this the last couple months every podcast i mean what what there's not you know we have to talk about the issues right uh no you know what i think i don't think a lot of people realize is that live entertainment is gone for a while yeah like that's one of the things like they're talking about you know how do we you know, get kids back to school and whatever that is, you know, what, you know, but, and you're just like, yeah, they'll figure things out, you know, cause this is, we're in it for the long haul, but a venue for 400 people is never going to stay open with a hundred. Right. Like that's, it's, it's just not, that's math. Yeah. You know, just like COVID math and science doesn't lie. <laughs> like it just, you know, just like why I didn't move, boom, call back. Why I didn't move to LA? Math. Yeah. The the worst is like, I have you had this happen where you, had, you know, you lose all your dates when this thing started. And oh, now yeah. I'm starting to get, because it's like, we're going to try when it, things out work, we're keeping, you're on the top. Of, and now I'm getting the emails that they're like, hey, we're closing our doors for good. We had a good run. Thank you, everyone in the community for supporting. I know. It's like, oh, no. I'm getting. But okay, but I'm getting two two different emails. Okay, there's that one which is heart wrenching because those are the places that let us headline. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, no, these great clubs that are privately owned that you know you have fun with, and and I keep saying every time I'm streaming anything, I I not only think about those small clubs, but all those people we know, the staff. I mean, all those you know bartenders who are single parents or you know, that's their only job. Like what? A, like, I'm, I'm like, what are they doing? You know? Yeah. They're so, yeah. All the door, all the door people and the sound people. And like, they're all not working. So a lot of people don't realize that, that there's, you know, yeah. Um. Oh, but the other email is literally just people. They're like, <laughs> I want to say to who, who it is. Cause I'm like, you're not opening next month, okay? Can you just relax? <laughs> like, you're not, hey, are you available uh, August 11th to come to Florida? No, I'm not. <laughs> Nobody is. Nobody's available, okay? Yeah. But, like, I mean, I, how how far do we go where we schedule shows, but then also we know we're going to cancel them in two months? Yeah, that's a good, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, that's what I mean. Like, I don't. Like I, it's also, it's hard to hit up, you know, some of our friends, our bookers, you know, it's like, Hey guys, how are you? Obviously garbage, but listen, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously you're looking at your, your accounting ledger every day sobbing, you know, but <laughs> Hey, do you want to put me on the books in November? Yeah. Like, what do you say? You know, I mean, are you doing that? Like, I'm just like, no, I, I haven't even bothered. I haven't reached out for anyone to be like, I, um, yeah, you know, I send an email like, how's everybody doing? I, I actually, my comedy special that came out, you know, I emailed clubs and was like, hey, if you want to put some content up, I, you know, tell people about it. I felt, I felt bad about that. <laughs> 
Well, because like that's like, that's like how so you're offering them something. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna no. I'll take I'll take like I feel like are there people out there clubs out there that are like we're literally losing our business and he's like can you guys tweet something for us for me you know what I mean but like not really so then I feel bad well now months in now I'm like yeah remember when I emailed that club and asked them to retweet my album. <laughs> But then again, it's my birthday today, so I'm going to see which clubs love me and say happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, who? Which clubs are watching now? I know that's. I know it's funny to think that. I uh, yeah, it's my birthday and I'm working. No, I mean talking to my friends isn't working. This is hard work we're doing here. I um, no, for real. My so my birthday being today and be, us being a dad of three kids, it's not um. It's not as like, I see some people like, I don't know about you. I don't want to offend you. Like you, if your family goes crazy, mm -hmm. but there's nothing like after, after like two kids, parents' birthdays are meaningless. Do not exist. Oh, parent? Yeah. Yeah. They do not exist. I mean, I was, I was, I woke up for everybody else. There was, you know, nothing going on I'm like, all right, this is great. And then they, the kids trickle down, you know? Have they, said like, it? Have they said it to you? Yeah. Oh, they gave me a couple presents. Oh, that's nice. You get your dad presents? Dude, look at this. Look, I, I got it right here. Look at this. Boom. Oh, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda Tervis cup. These are, I'll tell you what. I don't know what Tervis. What's Tervis? If this could be a sponsor, listen. Tervis. <laughs> Tervis. Okay. Uh, it's just an insulated, like, big cup. You literally can put like I was making iced coffee in them. This does feel like a commercial, but I don't care. You like this is so dad though. This is like, hey buddy, let me tell you about my new cup. <laughs> I got to tell you about my new cup, Johnny. It's the it's the little things that get us excited these days, dude. This cup, cup. I have a I have a uh, Pittsburgh Penguins one. Okay, that uh, I also received as a gift. Thank you. Um, you can make like put iced coffee in it in the morning. Yeah, and then at night. You got your alcoholic beverages in here. You just rinse oh. it out and put your next beverage in for the day. It's the yeah, best. Universal. This is what I, I got. See, I'm using my. Uh, I'm using a black. We have a bunch of clear comic book ones, but when I have orange juice, I have to use the black one so the kids don't see the orange juice because otherwise they want it. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. You cannot, especially you buy real orange juice. Forget it. That the kids. No. They're yeah. They think it's water in there, as far as they're concerned. And then I got a small, uh, my another one of my favorite coffee. All I do is drink coffee and alcohol. Let's be honest here. Okay? You just get coffee cups for your birthday? Coffee cups. Bueno, another endorsement, John. I'm telling you, this is the best cup. You can, it snaps, right? It snaps. Uh -huh. Okay. This is commercials, but this is what dads talk about. This is, I'm not even kidding. You, you can throw this down the steps. It will not open. Okay. Also, also, I've had hot beverages in here for a whole day. You crack it open, still piping. Not kidding. Oh my gosh, this is a commercial. If anything, how many payments of nine ninety nine for that bad I boy? <laughs> I should. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna cut this clip out now and send it to them. Um, I'm showing you my birthday present. Get paid. Yeah. Uh, this is my next birthday present. This is adorable. The other thing besides drinking uh, coffee. And um and beverages in thermos. Uh, I also like cheese. Oh, who doesn't like cheese? Oh, cutting board. I like that. I got a Pennsylvania cutting board. Look at that. 
Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? It's so funny you say that because I was looking for a Wisconsin cutting board when ours cracked, and we just got some cheap one at Target. But that's a now, nice was, I will say the Wisconsin, your state is like a ninja star. Yeah, it's not conducive for yeah, cutting this board. Is, look at this. This is a nice – if you want a nice cutting board, you need to move to Montana. Like, yeah. There you go. Good shape. Dude, I uh, – and, you know, they do the little cards and stuff like that. What You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, – yeah. I still have – do you keep the cards or do you throw them out the next day? I have I have, I have, have a lot of them. I do. I mean, I, I showed you my, my dad quarters here. It's literally covered in, in shit that I can't throw away. So – Sentimental value? Yeah, I guess so. I guess – Or you would just hurt their feelings if they found out you threw it away. Yeah, that wouldn't last long. You know that though. Yeah, that's true. that wouldn't last long. They're just like you threw it away. When it can I have a chip? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do I smell M and M somewhere? They like uh, they hear. Oh they're, oh, they're over it. Yeah, I know. No, I there is there has to be an appropriate time. Like you're right. Like if I threw away my birthday cards this week, I would literally be throwing them away, remembering them, handing them to me. Yeah. So it has to be a buffer between now and like, but when they're older, because once they're adults and you pull these, pull the birthday cards out, you know, look at this cute, look at this, look, lawnmower. Ah, look at that. You got an artist. Yeah. My oldest, she's, yeah. Uh, you know, you pull these out when you're, when you're a grown up, you know, when you're a grown up, uh, you know, and your kids are grown up. When you're a grown up, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you can't throw them away then, because then you're like, "Oh, I should get rid of this old stuff." Oh my god, my babies! You know. I know. I mean? that, that's, isn't that why you save it? You're like, "Oh, I'm going to save it so that I can look at it later and be like, oh, my babies.'" Now that's a good point. Why don't we just throw it away? Because I don't want to do that. That's this is how hoarding starts. Yeah, I don't want it, but I also stuff. don't want to sit in the attic like Clark Griswold crying. Uh. Where am I? Isn't fun to do every once in a while? I'm a very nostalgic person. I love doing that, going through old shoe boxes full of love letters to my wife. Yeah, maybe. I think, yeah, I do have like pictures and stuff. I guess I every once in a while when you're cleaning up, especially when you move, right? Like you really yeah. go through stuff. Oh, yeah. Because you move, you move to Madison and then all that stuff that's in a box, you're like, what are we going to do with this box of photos from college? You know, like. Yeah, I. Well, and then when you when you move to a bigger place, you just have all that's even you have less reason to throw it away. It's like, wow, we have a basement now. We can oh, fill yeah. that with all the crap that we don't have to make the decisions. How much crap did you get rid of when you moved to L.A.? Oh God, so much. Well, she, I kind of remember. Duplex, I kind of remember so you selling stuff. in the basement of her duplex. So we just kind of left a bunch of stuff in the basement of the house she owned down here, and moved there. Right. So we had a lot of storage. So we That's left a lot of furniture here that was ready for us when we came back. Wow. How long? Wait, how long are you in L.A.? Four years. Yeah. Uh, flew by. I know, man. It's crazy, right? So now that uh, now you, what have you been doing? What have you been doing at home? Besides, okay, besides what you said, you just lock your, I love how that your little kids have this memory now during pandemic is our daddy would just like lock the door and say, don't come in. And he would do stuff in his computer, at his computer. 
<laughs> it would get really loud in there. Yeah. Like I, it's funny. Cause you know, every time we do something, you know, my wife's like, daddy's in there doing a show on the computer. <laughs> like I'm like, like we're cam girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, you know what? Let's start something. We'll, I'll call up, uh, you know, Josh Sneed. I'll call, we'll do cam daddies. We'll do. Well, one of my, one of my zoom shows almost turned into that. Cause like, I always make them go upstairs, close the door and be quiet. And yeah. they're, and they're in the Nintendo. There's a TV right there. That's where the Nintendo is. And I was like, I think my wife wasn't home. So I was like, all right, if you guys can be quiet, keep this on mute. You can just play while I do my show. You cannot talk to me. You cannot. <laughs> right. And then, you know, I'm doing a show for like a corporate happy hour lunch thing. I'm like, you know, a 15 minute set. And all of a sudden my son is just like, dad, dad, look, Edie got on the flagpole. It's just like, and I'm trying to do my, I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like waving off camera to tell him to go away. And it was a nightmare. <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's all the time. It's, but now we're used to it. Like, I guess having having like kind of separate room and we have the air conditioner curtain i don't know if oh. you because uh we have an old house so we have air conditioners everywhere so i have a curtain that's all i have a, a okay. burlap curtain blocking sound and the air conditioning oh, okay. keeping it in that's what it is I uh, but they're they're pretty good because i like i'm just like look this is all daddy has you cannot interrupt this you this are not a part of daddy's joy right now yeah but they're i, I guess they're they're pretty good at like kind of like hiding in nooks and crannies of the house and like you know they'll be playing legos in a closet for two hours yeah um they were on the front porch yesterday planning a barbie wedding all three of my kids uh when is it oh it was last night oh and how was it yeah last night uh we had the barbie wedding it's about 7 p.m and um they planned all day though oh by the way they had a pool party earlier that day before the wedding my son was in charge of the pool party and the DJ. He had he had a Barbie. On Is this top a pool of, party for the Barbies? It was for the Barbie. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, my kids were not wet. Like it was okay. just. <laughs> right. okay. No, they did. They used an excuse as a Barbie pool party to like you know get wet because we don't have a pool. We have like a sprinkler. And uh, yeah, my son was you know had like a Barbie on top of a a, a Bluetooth speaker who was DJing. And uh, and it was a whole thing, and you think it's over, and then you have dinner, and then they're like, oh, "Are you guys coming to the wedding?" We're like, "I don't." Well, they are focused. It was a full, yeah. They they do little projects together. Oh, uh, kid, they'd forget about it as soon as they turn around. What do what do your kids got into? Do they play together? What? Uh, yeah. And when they do, it's like, oh, this is nice. It's only a matter of time before they start fighting. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah. We have, we have, we have, we have, wait, how old are your, how old are your kids? So seven. And then, uh, my son will turn six, you know, in half a month. And then, uh, Phoebe's one and a half. Oh yeah. So your seven and six year old, they, they're, they're playing together, but they're yeah. fighting over what they're going to play all the time. Well, and they just, they're both, they're both very, they like to physically play like they wrestle like that's yeah, how right. they play and it's just you know that's just a recipe for right someone's not going to be in the mood and then they're going to scream we just got we just got into uh over the pandemic we've got into wrestling like, like watching wrestling or watching like, wrestling okay. i thought it was an interesting thing i i threw it on one night 
And uh, this is why I'm, I'm bringing this up because now all they do is, is wrestle. Like now all they want to do, but we only watch women's wrestling. Okay. Like the dudes, WWE, boring as hell now. It's so boring. I, see, just, I haven't watched it in forever, so I wouldn't even know. Dude, I don't even know. The ladies are killing it. it. It is fun. They are incredible athletes. Even my kids make fun of the like male wrestlers. They're just like, they're just dudes like, oh, oh, oh. like they're all big and tough but the ladies are flying they got drama i thought it was fascinating because you know my i have 11 year old daughter and a five-year-old daughter my son is nine in the middle so Mm -hmm. he's kind of like bouncing between barbies and women's wrestling and he's great he's gonna be a good dude he's gonna make a woman very happy he's gonna be sensitive right Um, but as soon as they started watching women's wrestling my my daughters already they love marvel you know they love captain marvel and in black panther and they want to play the movies you know so they see wrestling dude they see these women who are superheroes mm-hmm. i never thought of it that way and now i enjoy it watching because we're just watching superheroes beat up beat each other up it's so much fun dude when you look at it that way cuz like we can sit there and look at it and you're like this is so corny like, but yeah. like my kids are, you know, we're all like very analytical and, you know, read into things a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they like, you know, we tell them like, you know, we, we learn, like, see how they do that. They talk to each other and it's fake, but they like love they're into it. It's neat. What, what, what do you, what do you, what do you watch it on? We, we have, um, YouTube TV. Oh, okay. Um, we, yeah. Is it, uh, we have that too. Actually, yeah, so, we're canceling it because they did you get the email? They're jacking it up 15 bucks. It's still pretty amazing. I don't watch TV at all. Yeah. And so, like, we got, it, we got it for, for uh, the last dance, the Bulls. Yes. That's why I got it. And Aaron loves to watch MSNBC. So now we basically are paying, you know, $65 a month. So that's she basically can watch Rachel Maddow and that's it. Yeah, this Aaron watches MSNBC. That's like no, yeah, like we'll put on I'll put on news every uh, I'll flip through newses. You know what I I do use it for though? Um what? I get it I get it through some corporate account, right? And so like we have a couple premium channels on there through my yeah. friend. And I just record old movies that I have never I haven't seen in so long. Dude, HBO and Showtime are so good for that. Another what do you mean old? Do you mean like Ben Hur or do you mean like, like for instance, I hard one? I would have never watched Adventures in Babysitting if I saw it on Netflix. Yeah, but for some reason, at night I sit down, you know, and I'm like, Adventures in Babysitting. I love Elizabeth Shue. You know uh, what I mean? <laughs> I've been watching. Uh, I'm on the third uh, Back to the Future with Elizabeth Shue, dude. We, another pandemic, this is just, hi, everyone listening and watching the podcast. This is just two dad friends catching up. Uh, we, uh, dude, over the pandemic, we made my kids obsessed with Back to the Future. Obsessed. It's such a great movie. Bro. Such a great movie. Did you watch it with your kids? No. It's a little. That's why, well, we were like, oh, we're going to watch it with the kids. And then I was like, wait a minute. What about the scene in the car? We're like, well, we should watch it first. So I'm watching it. And I'm like, that's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a physical rape scene. Her legs are up. She's like, help. And he's like, get out of here. This isn't a peep show. I'm like, Jesus. You know, it was that you're right. Because I thought about it. It's it's my wife's favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies ever. And, you know, we're, you know, your kids are a couple years younger, but 
Um, you know, they're old enough. They're 11 and nine, you know, where we have conversations with them. They know that like what's real and what's not like, like pretty much my kids aren't dummies. You know, there's yeah. a lot of, you meet, you meet other people's kids and you're like, Oh my God, these kids, God help them. Oh Lord. Right. But, um, having conversations with them about stuff like swear words, like always pop up in Marvel movies. It like, doesn't even phase them. Like mm. they know they're like, we don't say that. Like, that's just, because I always tell my kids, what are your kids swearing already? My son, like, he's obsessed with the F word. He, he doesn't say it. I mean, he has said <laughs> it and he gets in trouble, but he'll be like, Dad, if I clean my room, can I say the F word? <laughs> what? Like, I don't know what his obsession is. We'll be watching Moana and he'll like think he hears it. And he'll be like, Dad, did, did he say the F word? Like, no, I didn't say the F word in Moana. <laughs> did, did Moana say the F word? God. That's uh, it's funny because that's like when you put, see, that's the thing. Like when you put, when you put like value to something, mm-hmm. they get fixated to it. Like mm-hmm. as soon as you tell them that farting isn't funny, forget it. It's the same thing. Where it's like, don't the F word, don't you? And then now they're like, where oh, yeah, yeah. it? It's, it's so, so exciting. Funny. I just told, we told our kids, I said, I go, you know, there's bad words. You know, adults say bad words. They're for adults. And I told him, uh, you're not allowed to say all the bad words until you know all the good words. So <laughs> that's smart. You can't say any of the bad words because you don't know enough language yet. Like you don't, you got to go to school, you got to go to college. So, you know, you won't know those <laughs> that's words. That's their motivation for getting smart. Yeah. They're like, one the day F-word. I'll be able to <laughs> dumb down my words <laughs> for an audience somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, we, uh, so, so we were like, Oh, should we watch it? Should we watch back to the future? And then we watched and we're like, you know what? Okay. Well, you know, and it was, you know what? I think a lot of great movies like that, you can have conversations or it's like, it is kind of a teaching moment. I mean, there are really good movies. Like you look at ET, like it's scary. Um, there are, teaching moments you know what i mean like there yeah. is stuff like that but like my kids like are they knew they you know they watch it's literally like a rape scene like it's it's correct you're right it's your it's you know yeah. but they're clear they clearly they're like this is a bad dude like you cannot do this to people like that's you know what i mean like they get that and it's yeah. interesting the scariest thing was we watched back to the future part two mm-hmm. i just finished that one yesterday that was a little that was a little rough for the kids. Like well, that which was part? just all of 1985B, all of 1985 Biff. Oh, when he's got the casino and all that. Oh, it's just so scuzzy. And I'm like, but I was like, you know what? This is no different than a villain in a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like Lex, he's like, he's like dirtbag Lex Luthor. Wait, we know a dirtbag Lex Luthor. Anyway, <laughs> who's yeah. not smart? A dummy Lex Luthor who's not smart. Hmm. Um, but that's basically what he was. So it wasn't that bad, you know. Um, yeah. But then, but then we went all in, dude. We uh, we watched all the Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> my five year old. Wait, I can't wait. My five year old watched Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom and The Last Crusade. Did he freak out when they pulled the heart out? Or no? We the little one. We we still cover the little one's eyes for some stuff. Like we're like, you can't watch this part. This is no. 
Like when they're like Hum Nam Shivati, Hum Nam Shivati. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't do it. Uh, what is the worst movies your kids have watched so far? I we're pretty I don't Ghostbusters was probably the most a, like Yeah, a lot of swearing in that, a little scary. That was, that was probably like that was probably two years ago. Right. So right. And I don't know, I don't know if Duncan watched he because I just and another thing is like not only appropriate, but like I don't want to deal with you know them being like, I can't sleep alone, I'm having nightmares. Yeah. That's why, yeah, th- we talk through the whole movie. We're like, oh, you know, oh, look at this. And, you know, I, that's helped a lot. It has. Yeah. I don't know what the heck they're doing now. I, um, but it's been okay. You know, we've been doing good. I mean, your, your wife's a teacher, so she's been like Zoom teaching, huh? Yeah, well, no, she, it's weird because, I mean, she's out now, but like, right. it's not so much Zoom teaching, like the class is there. It's like virtual learning where she'll do, but she's like, she's in all these meetings because it's like a newer right. school here in Madison. So she's like, she'll be in the, the office I was telling you about just, you know, from nine till three. So right. it's basically like, yeah, she's going to work and she's there doing that. And uh, it's just me with the kids. And you can get everything done. <laughs> I get nothing done. See, that's, it's been, uh, it's been a blessing to me. I, my wife is amazing. She's amazing. Cause I, she's, she's been at home, you know, now this is like five years. Yeah. Like she was going to go back to work and teach, but you know, she didn't. So it's like, you know, I don't have to like, I'm the one that's on the computer working or editing my shows and, you know, things like that. Um, That's weird though, man. Cause I feel like there, I don't know about you, but like doing shows during the day or like I edit, I don't know if you work on your podcast, but like I'm doing all my own audio and video editing. FYI, Mm -hmm. everyone. Uh, And it's like, I have a 30 hour a week job. Oh yeah, I know. Like and, and like Andrew Slater that I do the podcast with, he does like he'll edit the episode and then he'll send me the whole episode and then I go through and yeah. chop out like promos and then do the caption thing and it's like that's I mean that's yeah. it's hours of work just for those little, you know. Oh yeah. Do that. I know, I'm cutting like I you know, I'm like, you know, anybody sees these little video promos. You know what I mean? This that takes me an hour. Yeah. I'm making this a video promo right now. <laughs> I'm going to cut this out. And t- like, it takes me an hour. Could you please watch it and just show, like, I just want to show you that Johnny Beaner's funny and that you'll listen to the podcast or watch. Yeah, this is just a promo of us bitching about making promos. <laughs> watch it. Um, I know, man. I, uh, it's been, it's been a weird existence. I'll tell you that, but it's yeah. okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I just, I, I'm curious as to, I mean, I hate how everyone's like, oh, this is the new normal, but like, I'm wondering what it's going to morph into when it's suddenly, when we do, because now we're still on that part of like, what's going to happen. Yeah. Once, once we settle to like, oh, this is how it is. What's, what's that going to be like? You know? I know, man. I, uh, you know, I just want to like, I just want to go and eat funnel cake fries in the, in the bed of a hotel room by myself after a really good show. Oh, that's all I really want. <laughs> you ever see like, I like see like concert footage or like, or like old, like go through a clip of an old show and just be like, wow, there's oh. a lot of people all together. Not a care in the world. Nobody's worried about 
I I was thinking what a about nice just world. the last the last show I had um was March 10th at the Columbus Funny Bone and you know I I I vividly remember meeting 300 people. You know like like shaking hands, like you know selling t-shirts, you're like Yeah. And, and I was like that was like you know, I thought about that like when they closed schools literally six days later and i was like i just shook hands with 300 people like what the hell uh i think my last live show was on a cruise ship (laughs) (laughs) oh good lord i love i love the emails we get from the cruise people and they're like you guys i think the cruises in august will be canceled i'm like oh yeah yeah really yeah how about i'm not coming (laughs) yeah because there are there are those things where like hey you want to work i'm like no no, no, not at all. How dangerous is it? Well, it's pretty dangerous, but like I said, when people are like, "Are you available?" Yeah, we all are. Is it a million dollars? Then I'll go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I uh, hey, I dude, I'll let you go. I could banter with you all day. You know, we hit the we hit. I got a, I set an alarm so I wouldn't make sure you would be late. Oh yeah, it's nine forty-eight. Yeah, well, I, I would go all day, but no, you got dad errands to run. Well, my yeah, my wife has a Cairo. Oh yeah, dude. I, uh, we just for our anniversary. We're, this is our ten year. How long have you been married? Sixteen years. Got to think about it. That's all right. Yeah, so that's, that's that's my that's my 17? stand-up comedy auto response. Oh really? You don't know? You got to check with her. You know, I no, I psyched myself out because I've made that joke on stage so many times. Yeah. It's just like, a, you know, those little like throwaway lines. Yeah. So I'll go. I'll go. I've been married for uh, 2005, 2006, 2007, I don't remember. Like, I, it's a throwaway thing I do. Right, right. I literally don't know now because I've done that so much. <laughs> because that's interfered with your reality. Like, wait I'm not minute. kidding. It's yeah. It. So now when people ask, I think of that little bit I do. When if because some of like how long I've been married or something, and now I'm like, I really don't know now. I was married in 2003, that's all I know. Oh, so that okay, so 17, 17 years. See, see, this is our in September, it'll be 10 for us, so we're doing okay, getting a new bed. That's like what we're treating ourselves to a new bed. So we got the mattress, but we haven't got the frame, and it's so she's going to it because we both have like terrible, you know, we're old people, so yeah, we have bed backs and uh last night was the first night on the new memory foam or whatever it is it's a a non-coil mattress i'm trying to figure out if i liked it or not (laughs) this is they say well that's the thing they say oh you get 100 nights free yeah you do but you know what a pain in the ass it is to return a mattress no one's gonna do that ever no one will do that i thought about that when same thing when we got a mattress like a couple years ago i was like that's not i'm not sending this back what is if we don't like it if i don't like it i'm gonna be pissed forever because <laughs> <laughs> it comes to you they have a machine that compresses it down to the size of three shoe boxes and yes. then it blow, you know i can't get it back to that size it's everybody sit on the bed so daddy can fold it up yeah. in a box <laughs> try to roll it back try into that hold it down I uh so you got a that's perfect you got a new bed after 10 years and then you'll never need a new one again cuz that's how marriage is right that's Yeah. So yeah, so that's why she's going to the Cairo cuz our backs are all messed up but hopefully a new bed. 
our bed will help. We'll get see. out of here, man. Uh, go get after it. Uh, well, thanks dude, for no, having me on. Dude, thanks, brother. I, we will always forever have a bond because we are comedian friends who have slept in the same room and room together. Yes. Uh, at the fake Boston Comedy Festival. Uh, <laughs> the knockoff. The Magner's knockoff. Yeah, that's okay. Whatever. Uh, it confused one of three bookers, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> it ended up working. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like, you were on live at Gotham on Comedy Central. You're like, no, <laughs> actually, it's you know, Gotham Comedy Live. Not say Comedy Central. What's the difference? Well, integrity, a, a serious viewer count. Uh, <laughs> Um, multiple gigs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, brother, I love you, man. Be be safe in Madison, dude. Uh, thanks for hanging out. This is a good morning coffee. This, this is. is this, I don't think I've done a podcast in the morning before. This was nice because it's so funny. We right. literally had to do it early in the morning because dads have shit to do. Right. Like we have things to do. It's my birthday. I'm gonna go chop some wood, Johnny. I'm gonna go fire up a chainsaw today. Go get at it. Go get at it. Have a little campfire tonight. All right, brother. Talk All right, brother. Later. Thanks for having me on. Bye. All right. See you, dude. We did it. We did it. <laughs>